One, two, three. Hello, everybody. Um, it brings me great pleasure to um, introduce Lucy Evans, who is a great friend of mine, um, to the Irrelevance podcast, um, which will be delving into everything and more. Um, so, Lucy, how are we doing? All good? Hi, Sultana. Thank you for that introduction and for having me on my show. I was going to say, um, I mean, not by choice. Okay, so just to say thank you so much for hosting the inaugural episode. It means a lot. Um, you've come in at the last minute, so you haven't written the questions that I've prepared for. It was my friend Georgia who, who wrote them, but she has lost her voice. I mean, no, she has a voice. We all have a voice. <laughs> Let's use it. But um, she actually is resting her voice and she can't speak. So thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. No worries at all. You know, yeah, I'm always here for you. Um, and always. And I believe in this and in what you're doing. Shall we, shall, we, shall we dive in like we normally do? Just dive into the deep end. How deep can we go? Mariana Trench, I reckon. <laughs> That's where we are. Yeah, I'm going to kick start this with a few questions because I think your listeners are going to want to know why you're doing this, what has motivated you. Um, and also, I think we all want to know, like, you know, what is going to be covered in, the, in, in this series? Um, I actually want to ask, and it's, this is very off record because it's not on uh, the list. You know what I'm like. I'm a rule breaker. Rules are there to be broken, not to be adhered to. So my first question is, where does the name come from? So irrelevance. Tell me, tell me where that's come from. I'm going to assume it's something about being irrelevant. And then Evans is your is your surname, right? You got it. That's it. Yeah. So irrelevance is a play on the word irrelevant, which I I am, and elevens my. My first initial one surname. But just to state that I don't think my guests are irrelevant. I should have called it irrelevance, but I didn't. It's too late. Um, no. So, yeah, no. that's a great question. It's. I mean, it's a great name. I didn't expect anything less, and I think it's got some great meaning behind it, you being one of them. Um, so. Thanks. Let's, uh, let's get cracking. So my first question to you is, so you're launching a podcast. Here we are. What's it about? It's about people telling me about a book that's important to them, finding out more about them through what they read. Nice. Great. Okay. So that'd be quite interesting for you because you've got many guests coming on um, and they're probably friends, past flames, are they as well, Lucy? <laughs> um, I have 16 guests confirmed now. 15 um, are past flames. 16. <laughs> that's, that's not true, guys. That is actually disgraceful. Three of them I'm related to. Uh, so that's 13 other people, which is good. Um, I've also got a few maybes. I'm thinking the 16 might drop down after this goes out, but we'll see. <laughs> so so my, my, my thing was, it's going to be really interesting for you because you're going to learn about people through what they read. And I think that's... That's quite, you know, it's quite something, um, especially when you've got a favourite book. I am, for one, looking forward to being part of it. <laughs> you already are. Look at you. I You're am. Hosting it. I'm hosting your podcast. <laughs> um, 
So just a little insight. My book won't be the Karma Sutra. Really? You don't need to read it. You live it. <laughs> okay. Question one, done. Number two, how long have you wanted to do a podcast for? Do you know what? I've had the idea um, for a year and it's taken me until now to actually get it together, you know. And here I am. Here you are. And what a pleasure yeah. it is. What a pleasure. Thanks. Um, the other thing is as well, so this is the, the, the other question that comes from this, but you've also thought about this podcast. We know that you write too. But what actually made you want to do the podcast? It's difficult because I get told things a lot like you should do a podcast or you should write a book or you should do stand up or you should get yourself checked out. OK, people say all this stuff to me and it's not like I haven't thought that stuff myself, mm -hmm. um, but I think... <laughs> I wrote a stand-up routine like five months ago. Yeah. But the thought of actually getting on stage and doing it, like, just that's an admission, isn't it? Like, I think I am fucking funny. Like, it just it feels like a summit I don't want to conquer. It's insurmountable to me. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to climb it. I'm not don't. doing it. No, don't climb don't. it. Don't. No, thanks. I think um, something that makes me die on a regular basis is um the sheer amount of people there are on youtube who kind of give us insight into their lives mm -hmm. and um when they have some kind of lapse in time since their last video they'll really like profusely apologize about it and they'll be like i'm so sorry guys i'm so sorry that i haven't posted for x amount of days and i just always think like no one cares. Like, no, one, no, no, no one's one. actually refreshing your channel. Like, God, where are they? It's, it's not like that at all. But with any project in this vein, you have to have an element of that, don't you? You have to believe that people believe. Care, en care enough to listen or listen enough to care. You know? Yeah, it's... No, yeah you make a good point. You do. I think I think you've got this. I think um, I think people are obviously interested when you put when you put this out on socials. It received a phenomenal response. Very proud of you for that. Well, um, thanks. I think this is going to be so insightful, but not for yes for the listeners, but for yourself too. And this will allow you to you know understand your capabilities. I'm getting deep. I told you I go deep and deeper. It's just how I like it. We're fracking. <laughs> Not sure what the policies are on fracking anymore, but <laughs> it's not good. It's, it's not good. Yeah. So I think actually, just to say something else, um, just off the cuff, you know, um, and I don't want to make a sweeping stereotypical comment, but I'm going to. I think this is a female thing that we tend to just overthink things. Decision making, you've got volition, act. And for a lot of men, it's just those two. They might even skip the volition. They might just do. Um, and that's why there are a lot of men who are quite boring, who have really successful podcasts, because they just do it. 
and that's like good on them because they just do it. Yeah. I'm not making the point very well, but no, no, you are. I think women tend to think about doing it, agonize about it and then do it and then agonize about it afterwards and think, Oh my God, should I have done that? Or was that a terrible idea? Uh Um, and it's just like, just go for it just do it and this is like another thing that is really interesting is the fact that men are more likely to ask for a pay rise than women are and it's Mm -hmm. the same kind of thing yep we just need some more of that forthrightness i think that's interesting the analogy of the pay rise thing is very interesting i think you're i don't know i think I, i i do think you're right and i think it's uh one of those things that women have to, not have to, but it'd be, it'd be great if we could have a bit of that, a bit of, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I totally understand that. I'm, I'm not going to make this about me, although I really want to. I'm not going do to. Do it. No, I'm not. <laughs> make it about yourself, please. So very quickly, writing a book. And I hated the thought of writing a book because I thought, who even cares? Who even cares about what I have to say? Um, And so I'm in the process, I'm probably halfway through now, and it's going to be a long burner. But then I'm thinking, fuck, sorry if anyone's listening and they don't like expletives, but you're tuning into the wrong podcast if you don't. Um, So, yeah, so anyways, like I was saying, um, when I do get round to publishing it, that will kill me inside because I will think, oh, my God, imagine the criticism. Imagine, like, do you know what I mean? I just don't, I get that. I get it. Mm. But I think to overcome it, you have to do these things. Exactly. I mean, I have all these things that I want to do and it's like, well, I can just do them then. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I came across, um, no, we're not going to talk about this because I can't remember what the quote is, but the quote was something about, um, you know, thinking is great, but it doesn't really do much. It's about doing and uh, we do. And you're doing this. This is great. We're doing it. You're writing a book. Um, I'd like a signed copy once that's been published. Thank Um, you. Sorry? When it's published. Yeah. Welcome to the book signing, darling. Anyway, let's move on. I'll hold your bag for you or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So moving on to the next question. Uh, Number four. This is the fourth question. It's quite an interesting one. What can we expect from the podcast? And, uh, you know, the tone that, that you're going to be delivering it in. Um, but also the range of guests, you know, I think you, we've, we've slightly touched on the guest bit, you know, 90% are past flames. We know oh, that. <laughs> oh my God. Stop saying that. Cause that's not true. It's like... not. I'm just, I, so Lucy and I have this, um, unique, uh, relationship, uh, <laughs> and way of communicating and speaking to each other. It's definitely not 90% um, of her past flames, but Tell us more about your guests then. Tell us more about your guests and tell us more about, you know, the tone in, in the delivery. I think I'll be delivering it quite, quite well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> on time. <laughs> on time. Yeah. On time. Yeah. Always on, on time. time. Yeah. I think there is no tone or theme um, because every episode will be so different. It's wholly dependent on that person's choice of book and what, how they felt about it. There might be some people who felt 
you know, emotional. Might be some people who just thought the book was funny and that's why it was important to them. But there's no, like, right or wrong. Um, even the word important is, means different things to different people. So that's why I'm saying to people who have asked to come on it, um, thanks. And also, <laughs> there is no right or wrong, just whatever book is important to you. Um, and I think you can expect the unexpected, I would say. So I used to work at a library um, and I remember people used to approach the counter and they'd put a book on it and I would look at them and I would look at the book and I would be sometimes surprised, which is terrible. So I was judging a book by its cover because of the cover on their book. It's it, But people surprise you and it's a really, yep. really interesting way to find out more about a person is what they read yeah and maybe why they read it did they get that book themselves did they get it given to them by someone special it's all it's all out there isn't it and hopefully we'll unpack some of that as we go we will indeed hopefully um next question so what's your aim by launching this um and then a derivative of this is what's lucy's dream Profound. What's Lucy's dream? Can I speak about myself in the third person? It's a bit tinder of hubris, isn't it? Don't think I should do that, really. To TBH. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the main goal for me is to um, just encourage people to read. Um, and I have gone off on a massive tangent here because I do want to get this all out, but I'm a bit nervous, so I don't know how it's all going to come across. But um, the general point is that people don't read enough anymore. It's really sad. So, you know, 100 years ago, maybe not 100 years ago, maybe like 50, 60 years ago, everyone was reading. Um, and nowadays, like, hardly anyone is. And there's all these amazing books that are just going to waste because no one's reading them and it's sad because the writing a book is really difficult <laughs> and all these people are just writing a book for no reason whatsoever uh, and I think there's also a massive difference between reading and understanding and I think it's okay if you don't understand something after the first read it can take me like multiple times to read something before I think yeah I, I know what they're saying now um, but I think people get put off or they get intimidated by it because they think, I understand it, so I'm just going to give up and not try and battle through. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a shame because um, reading is a skill that takes practice, like not just the act of being able to read, but being able to understand. Yeah. It takes a long time to hone. And I think what people do read nowadays is... Uh, you know, they'll read a tweet or they'll read something on the side of a bus and they'll be like, do you know what? I know enough about that subject now that I can, I can make decisions about it. People are making decisions based off a few words and these can be political decisions. So it's just like terrifying. And another thing, and this is a thing that is fed from my day job. So um, I think a lot of what is published is uh, deliberately misleading. People write stuff in such a way to mislead their audience 
Mm-hmm. Um, so something I, I do in my day job is try and write things in plain English. Um, in a professional setting, you know, people, things should be as accessible as it can be. Um, and that's everyone should strive for that because you want as many people as possible to understand what you're doing. Why would you? And um, George Orwell, great author. He, um, great author. he actually published uh, Six Rules for Writing. Um, and I reference those rules at work all the time because they're perfect for being able to write in plain English, which, yep. like reading and understanding, is another skill that takes a long time to hone. But he actually wrote those rules as part of an essay called um, Politics in the English Language. Um, and I didn't actually read that essay until very recently. Um, and basically, I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm not going to do a very good job. But he's basically saying that uh, language can corrupt your thoughts. And when language is vague and just full of fluff and jargon, it's not giving people the information they should actually know. And I read it and I thought, wow, this was published in 1946. So there was obviously like a lot of propaganda in that in that decade. So it was pretty relevant, but it's just as relevant today if you read it. And I think people should read it. Basically, the point of everything that I'm trying to say is um, now more than ever, we should be reading things properly to understand them. Um, and we should be encouraging people to read um, because language is, uh, I would say, honestly, it's nearly as powerful as money. Um, Absolutely. There's so much, so much you can do with it and so much you can change with it. And I think we all need to just understand that and uh, learn how to harness it a bit better because it would be for the overall benefit of everyone. Yes, that's a very good answer to to that question. It really was. And you're so right. I think language has such this powerful influence and it, language is how we communicate as well. And I think I've always said, and it's a lesson that I learned um, quite recently, not recently, but probably in the last year or so, but communication is key mm-hmm. and you can't have communication without language. The so language is absolutely pivotal in learning, in getting to know people, in education in read everything like it's mm-hmm. so important and to be able to to be able to read is one thing so the act of reading is one thing um and you know most of us can i think i think i can say that most of us can read um but to understand is another thing right and i've i've been subject of where i will so with my book choices um mine is very much non-fiction i don't i don't read fiction and i do it because i want to expand my knowledge and also critical thinking and all that kind of stuff and all that you know shit that smart thinking and whatever um sorry i just swore again um so sometimes though i will open a book and i'll be reading it and chapter one i'm like what is that about and it does you're right it does kind of stop people from wanting to read more because you kind of feel intimidated because Mm -hmm. you don't you feel like you're not good enough to read this book because I can't comprehend what's going on in the book but I think it's also having you know that element of persevering Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you read more and more you start to get it and understand it more and that's why this is probably going to be a topic that we talk about in what in probably our episode or further episodes with you and your guests, but 
Um, this is why I'm a firm believer of reading books more than once, especially if you've got a liking towards it, um, because it allows you to not only, yes, understand it better, but it provides you with different perspectives as well in different stages of your life. Um, so, yeah, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. I, I that, mean, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a few books that I've read multiple times in different stages of my life. Um, and, you know, the perspective changes every single time, every single time it changes. Mm -hmm because you've matured as a person, maybe, um, but, but you have, you've grown and, you know, certain experiences have happened to you or you've got a different way of thinking towards certain things within that book. And I think, you know, it's, it's quite important to, to do mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, good. I think as well, it's absolutely fine to not know stuff. I think oh, yeah. a lot of us just feel absolutely... I'm making it very about politics just because I think that's the best example we have. But people just feel absolutely overwhelmed by it and they think, I understand that, so I'm just going to pretend that I do. Yeah. And then what you've actually lost is an opportunity to teach someone. Yes. Um, it's, it's fine just to admit that you don't know something. There's no shame. Yeah. I mean, no, there isn't. I, yeah, I'm always saying to people, I don't know that, but tell me more. You do. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. You're very good at that. I think that's, Thank you. Yeah, I think it's quite, it's, it's a good trait to have to acknowledge that you don't know something and, it, and seek guidance. I think that's actually a really mm -hmm. good trait to have. I don't have that. <laughs> you don't need it. You know everything. No, I don't. I don't. But I just, yeah, no, I think it's a very good trait to have. And I think reading can actually help you in that. In finding Absolutely, out more, it can. More and stuff. And like you say, you mentioned earlier, people don't read anymore. This is the point that I was going to make. Um, people don't read anymore, and I, I agree with that. Um, I also feel like, I don't know, what is your, this is totally off the cuff, what's your opinion on audiobooks? Because I, I just cannot get aboard with them because I'm not reading. I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it. And I just, it's not my, it's not really my method of understanding a subject i feel like i need to read it physically read it and in my own voice in my own head so then i can understand it i mean things are different for people aren't they like i know loads of people who listen to an audiobook on their commute to work and i'm like that is insane like i'm i would not ever be able to because in the middle of it all i'll have fucking road rage um and do you know what i mean like i just wouldn't be able to concentrate so, mm -hmm. what, so what what's your views on audiobooks I'm the same as you. I much prefer to read something. Um, I haven't listened to many audiobooks. I've listened to ones that are like in, in character. So like Alan Partridge has done a couple of audiobooks. Yeah. And they're actually better than the book because you're getting the Him. voice and the intonation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but on the whole, no, I don't really like audiobooks. And it's, it's personal preference though, isn't it? I just find Absolutely. it interesting that people, when, I just find it interesting that people can, I don't know, go to sleep to an audiobook, and I'm like, oh no, I know. The, the words the words that I read put me to sleep, you know, it's just the act of reading itself. Um I think as well it's so weird when people listen to audiobooks whilst doing work. How? Do you concentrate? Just, yeah, you sorry. No, I can't. I really can't. And, no. and so I'm the same with podcasts are very different, but I'm the same with podcasts. Like I like to put one so I walk around the house workplace every, everywhere with one earphone in so I try to listen to podcasts but I can't I can't concentrate because I need to be fully invested in that podcast or the book or whatever it is it's all yeah. or nothing all or nothing that is my that's literally my life motto that's your life 
all or nothing. There's <laughs> no in between. <laughs> um, okay, so I've got a final question for you. I'm yep. interested to hear the, the answers to this one. Um, if you could have three celebrity guests on this podcast, who would they be? Do you know what? I did I did prepare for this question. I had such a long list of people. It was really difficult to pick. But my three choices were Simon Amstel. Yes. Because I just absolutely love him. He's very um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think people don't realise how he's actually... Um, he's not just his persona that he was 10, 15 years ago. He's done a lot since. And he's very deep guy but absolutely hilarious like he makes having an ex- existential crisis look like trendy you know <laughs> <He> <laughs> does, just, yeah you're right i would i would die if he spoke to me um i saw him i've seen him a few times i saw him last year in ipswich and i was on the front row by choice and he came on stage and i was just beaming so widely and he made eye contact with me and he must have thought, who is that maniac smiling at me like that? Oh, that's I was really just cute. like in love, in love. The second choice would be Steve Coogan mm-hmm. um, because we all, again, he's a very interesting guy. We all see him with Alan Partridge. I do. I love that show. It's so funny. Um, but his actual overall career is really interesting. He's been nominated for an Oscar. For more than one Oscar. His body of work is so varied. Um, And he actually started out in Ipswich in the 80s. He did, yeah, which is cool, because I obviously live in Ipswich. Yeah, you have that connection. That's cool. We could bond over Ipswich. And my final guest, this was difficult, okay, but when you hear it, it was very easy, because who wouldn't have this person? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh Rihanna. yeah, she's had a she's had a great life with ups and downs. Rihanna is just everything to me. I think if Rihanna approached me in the street and she said, "Will you die for me?" I would just say yeah. I wouldn't even ask why. I would just be like, "How am I getting out of here?" <laughs> she's just amazing. Like her confidence is just. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's very attractive, isn't it? It's very attractive, yeah. I think I think confidence just in itself is attractive. Yeah, I mean, confidence is attractive on anyone, but it's especially attractive on Rihanna. So listen, these are all the questions that I wanted to ask. Um, and I think you've a- answered them with such grace. Thank you so much. Thanks. Very much looking forward to listening in. And I'll be listening to every episode. I, you know me, I'm a podcast fan. But, you know, there's, there's something quite special about your friend doing something like this. Um, and I love hearing your voice. It, it does make my day. I, that's great, because I don't like my voice at all. So thank you for saying that. And thank you for your support. It means the world. You know I would do the same. Um, okay. And thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you for to everyone who's already agreed to do it. It means a lot. Well, I'm going to round this up because I think that has really put things into perspective now. I think we are more than ready for the podcast. So, shall I round it up, shall I? Round it up, honey, as, you, as I know you can. Thank you. Round it up. Uh, <laughs> so, Lucy Evans, it's been a 
absolute pleasure learning more about your podcast. Looking forward to tuning in. I'm sure everybody else is as well. 100% certain, actually, that they are. Um, you are now tuning in to Irrelevance. Cheers, guys. Thanks. If you're still listening, you're the best. Absolutely you? the best. You don't owe anyone anything, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, cut. Cut, cut, cut. End. End, End scene. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, that was so good. I love that. That was great. Oh my God, that stressed me out. Did it? Yeah, I don't know if that was good. That was really good. Are you joking? It was great. No, I feel like I forgot everything that I was trying to say. No, you were fine. It flowed very well. I think I was a great host, by the way. You're amazing. You were so good. You should do this. (laughs) I shouldn't be doing it. I felt like I was on a talk show.